When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. It's now time for the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. I'm joined by Neil Shah, Director, Content and Strategy at Edison Group. We're going to look at the world of investment from a UK perspective. Um, where should we begin today, Neil? I thought we'd, uh, we'd touch on the uh, consumer sector. Our consumer team published Consumer Watch at the end of October, um, the report titled Falling into Fall, and uh, some interesting insights into, into what is happening in the consumer sector. The, uh, the, the, the main things I draw on is that you may remember that at the start of the year, actually, there was a reasonably robust sort of performance from the uh, consumer sector. And that has reversed into Q3 uh, with um, the UK, continental European and North American companies all underperforming their benchmarks. And that, now underlying that is probably two things. One is that consumer confidence took a hit. Um, and, you know, I think what's driving that is probably the two things of uh, raising rising rates. Uh, and also the geopolitical tensions that we're, we're seeing. Um, so that's seen a little bit of a setback for the, the consumer sector. In terms of actually profitability, um, again, we'd started to see at the start of the year, you know, reasonably sort of upbeat um, performance from the consumer companies. This last quarter, we actually saw more downgrades than upgrades in the sector. So from a profitability perspective, a lot of the companies uh, have been struggling through the sort of second half. There have been particular months that people have drawn their uh, attention to in terms of you know, sales underperform what they were expect expecting. And um, part of that, uh, Simon, I'm sitting here in a sort of rainy, stormy day in, mm -hmm. in London, uh, is the rather unusual weather we've been having, um, you know, over the last sort of three months. And uh, Next had this in their uh, results presentation, had a chart showing, you know, just the impact the weather's had on, you know, their, their sort of stores and sales lines. And a lot of people have sort of struggled with that over this last quarter. So we've seen um, a little bit of a sort of pullback in terms of profitability. Interestingly, that on an aggregate level, actually, profitability sort of uh, has moved forward, but at, at a you know individual company level, uh, it's gone down. What that is telling me is that you're, we're seeing this not just in the consumer sector, but plenty of other sectors. It's kind of sorting out the men from the boys. It's the you know the the strong business models and uh, are sort of holding up and actually seeing you know next had a profits upgrade. Um, there's other businesses um, 
which is struggling. ASOS, you know, is an example of a company that is struggling. Yeah. And we're really starting in a tough eco economy. I think you start to see that um, happening. Um, there's also, uh, you know, if you read the report and uh, manage to get through towards the sort of tail end of it, there's there's quite an interesting section on valuation, and there's plenty of value in the in in the sector. The the, the bit that I draw people's attention to is around sort of page nineteen uh, of the report where we we run screens in terms of companies which have had um upgrades and earnings but not seen any sort of share price reaction mm. and uh you know the typical upgrade we're looking at is more than five percent in q3 the companies that, that didn't react to that which which to me says there's value there are ti fluid systems um coca-cola hellenic bottling company Inchcape, Kitwave, Benchmark Holdings, Whitbread, Mothercare, ShoeZone, EasyJet, and uh, International Consolidated Airlines. On a nine-month basis, if you look at the same st same stat, uh, the, the names of TI Fluid stat, uh, Systems, Naked Wines, MP Evans, Playtech, uh, Primary Property, uh, PPHE, um, Hollywood Bowl, Marston's SSP and Tortilla Mexican Grill. So there's, you know, main message being that that while it's more challenging, um, there's plenty of value in the sector. And then mm. couple that with the 2024 profit outlook, which is actually 90% of companies actually see see you know better profitability next year than this year. And and part of that is just that there's tougher comps um, for this year. Sorry, this year's got had tougher comps um, than, than, than next year. So yep, if you're struggling from a profitability perspective, it might be easier next year to make more money. Okay, um, let's take a break there and we'll mm -hmm. uh, we'll look at something else. Okay. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. You're listening to the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. I'm talking to Neil Shah of Edison Group. Um, what else should we look at then? Well, now I wanted to draw people's attention to a report actually that came out today on Vietnam Holdings. Um, so this is an investment trust uh, which invests in the Vietnam, Vietnamese market. Uh, it's one of three <laughs> that are out there. So actually, it seems to be quite a, an area of reasonable focus. Why is Vietnam interesting? Um, well, it only really started modernizing in the 1980s. So it's probably, you know, 20 years behind 15, 20 years behind some of the other Asian tigers. Um, it's uh, kind of, you know, friend of a friend of everyone's and an enemy of no one right now. Um, so it's attracting quite a lot of foreign direct investment, particularly in sort of this standoff between the US and China. And so as, um, you know, global firms are looking to diversify their uh, supply chains, Vietnam is actually starting to attract quite a lot of interest in terms of, you know, uh, manufacturing moving there. And it is, it's a supply chain sort of giant. Um, the, the, you know, it's, you need, you need some expertise in terms of investing in that market. And that's what Vietnam Holdings does. You've got, you know, a fund manager who knows that's the, the space particularly well um is regularly actually on the ground in Vietnam and is investing in, you know, high quality companies. Um, it's done well. Uh, so Vietnam Holdings has actually performed, um, has seen a sort of share price increase of 4.2% over the last 12 months um, compared to a Vietnam index, which is down 8.6%. So it's outperformed. 
And, you know, where I think the real interesting side is uh, in Vietnam is that, one, it's a dynamic economy. You would expect that, you know, that's going to pick up. It feels like um, post-pandemic, the tourism sector in particular is starting to pick up. And interestingly, I had the manager here uh, talking to me about, about that. And I have to pop out onto our floor <laughs> uh, and turn out that, you know, there were eight people there, three of which have planned trips to Vietnam. So it was an interesting <laughs> sort of anecdote in terms yes. of that pickup. And that that's going to be good for the, the economy. Um, the, the other thing is it's just a technical thing. So Vietnam is still classified as a sort of frontier market um, by MSCI. And at some point that's going to change. And I think when that changes, you're going to get more sort of index funds starting to look at it and um, you know the valuations change accordingly. So there's there's lots of lots of reasons to take a look at it. There's a there's a good report uh, on our on our website today, which is www.edisongroup.com, uh, which just uh, outlines uh, Vietnam Holdings, its approach in terms of investing in the area, why Vietnam's interesting, and the kind of companies that they're investing in. Brilliant. Thank you very much indeed, Nick. It's Neil Shah, Director of Content and Strategy at Edison Group. That's it for now. Follow the financial outlook for personal investors. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio.